Paltrow Anopoly Club to just rant about Napoli. Let's just um, let's go for it. We're gonna rant. We're gonna match report. We're gonna talk about the games. We're gonna talk about topics. You leave comments, and we'll read your comments out. Question. All right. Quick stats. Yes. Throw the stats up there. On to a nice little segment that we're gonna call the Beast of the Match. The who is beast in it for the Napoli team? Let's see. But follow us on Facebook. Rafael Rispo, Ralph Pizarro, Twitter at Rafanapoli83. That's me. I'm CNC USA 26. I want some feedback to the show. What do you guys want to see? What do you want to see? Yeah. Left of this is going to be a show for you guys too. I want a lot of comments. We want to rant about something. Let us know if you want us to rant and, about and something. I promise you, we're not going to agree on everything all the time. We won't. We're we won't. Each other every now and then. Come and rant. This is what it's for. We want to give you a space to let loose so you can do it here. Well, that's going to do it, Ralph. You know, were we boring enough that's, for you? I don't know. I think we were great. Uh, let's get to it. And benvenuti, fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of the Napoli Rant. I am Rafa Pizarro, joined by my co-host, the vicar of Vesuvius, Rafa Rispo. What's up, Rafa Pizarro? How are you tonight, my friend? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, just okay? I wonder yeah. why. Just okay. I'm, I'm good. You're good, but you're okay. not great. I'm not great. You're good. You're not great. But then you're okay. But then I am okay. No, you're okay. Okay. I'm okay. Gotcha. I'm healthy for hey, the most part. So am I. I'm so, hey, there you go. Uh, in, in the intermittent fasting, and I'm on day 15, and it's uh, pretty tough. Okay. But- you're looking just, good. You're, you're looking like, you know, a little, a little not, not, you know, not I'm, gofiada. I'll tell you, you know? what. I'll tell you what. I lost. Uh, I weigh in again tomorrow morning. I okay. Lost th- I lost three pounds of week one, right? Okay. I'm doing nothing but juicing in the morning. Well, for breakfast at 12, juicing. Like, okay. I mean, greens and fruits and stuff, right? And then I have a nice little light lunch. And then I do big protein, veggies, and uh, dinner time. And it's before eight o'clock, and at night, and I feel phenomenal. That's what I was trying to say. I might not. That's like all right. The look so far, good. but yeah, yeah. I feel tremendous, brother. Like that's the most important part. That's the most I do. important part. I feel really good, man. And and I'm regular down, you know, in the in the you know in, uh, the, there, pu- in the pudgy in the pudgy Maradona section. No, in the pu- <laughs> <laughs> I'm regular well, there. Things are good, man. So, you well, know, not keep always, on going, uh, Rafa. Keep not on always going. doom and gloom. You know what I'm saying? Keep on going, Rafa. Keep on going. And speaking of spectacular, hello to all Ooh. our spectacular, spectacular. Uh, friends in our chat, as well as everybody on the audio. It's been doing great. So, yeah, thank you to all of you guys for listening in. But let's get this rant on the road. Uh, we got a special guest again today, of course. A uh, good friend of the show. You know him. You love him. Uh, he is Vincenzo Bertillo. Welcome, sir. Yeah. Welcome. How are you? Glad to be here. Extra round of applause for Rafa with the intermittent fasting. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Hey, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Feels good, Vin. Like, I just, I don't know. You know, just keep it up. I've been pepping my step, you know, feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have? An eight hour window or nine hour window? Or what is it? So I tell you what, it's eight hours 
of eating um, and then, of eating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But sometimes it's six, bro. Like today wow. I was pretty busy that I hadn't, I didn't touch food until two 30 in the afternoon. So I'll, I'll still give myself till eight. And, and if I, if I'm late, I'll go eight 30 latest. Good. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. let, let's say it's one or two. Cause it happens. You were a barber, you know, barber, I'm working, sure. moving cuts, mm-hmm. cuts, cuts. I got my water. I had my black coffee, whatever. Right. But my, my juice is in the fridge or my food is in the fridge. And like, next thing you know, today it's two 30. I'm like, Oh man, I gotta go eat. Like I haven't even eaten yet. I gotta eat. So I ate at two 30 and then I just finished dinner about 45 minutes ago but yeah man i don't awesome. i don't mess around brother like last night for and then we'll get to everything last sure. night last night went to my buddy gills and we did this whole like world cup uh who's gonna win the groups who's gonna win their the knockouts who's winning the world cup we wrote it down everything right and gill is um uh you know cooks so good mexican authentic beautiful Oof. beautiful that rice was cooking bro with whatever he's putting in and the veggies <laughs> and the chicken brother and they're all said my cousins are visiting from Florida. So we were all together there. Right. And they're all eating. And I'm like, actually, my other cousin's doing my cousin that moved that that is visiting from Florida is doing the intermittent fasting, too. And her and I are standing sitting there like, ah, uh, <laughs> it's late. Yeah, we want to eat, but we can't can't do it. That's true discipline to be able to be around uh, amazing food like that and still, you know, avoid oh, eating. That's. That's good stuff. Most people I know who get into intermittent fasting, they start with a nine hour window, then work their way to eight and six is like almost unachievable. So if you're already there, Rafa, you should be really proud of yourself. Yeah, man. Yeah. Actually, as a matter of fact, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, it's really hard at first. You got to stay with it. It actually was kind of easy for me. I don't know how and why, but I, I, I really adapted to it fast easily. And it was, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good, man. It feels really good. Faster That's than true. we adapted we to Fiorentina's tactics, I should say. Oh, way faster. Way faster. Speaking like of segue, which, like that segue, love it, Vin. Thank <laughs> you. I'm gonna use that one uh, for next time here. Sorry, we'll make uh. sure. but yeah, no, the aftermath. That's the CM versus Fiorentina, guys. Uh, three big points dropped today. Big loss, especially at home at the Maradona, full stadium, and you know, so full that you see the guys on the on the bottom level. You know, where nobody really sits. Like yeah, when you bro. see that, you know, the stadium's packed and the and, yeah. And the, and the yeah. Di Coprio was there. Di Coprio. Di yes, Coprio was there. the yes, goat bro. was there. When I saw Di Coprio there, I'm like, how can I not get to Italy in this May? I don't understand. He got there, bro, and I'm so happy that he was able to. He's eating the food. He was taking pictures. With he was fans. with he, he was with Theos the whole Fius. time. Yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Is that perfect, right? oh, man? You gotta actually so check cool. check out the Di Coprio vlog. Is it's it, even? Oh, though, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. The one on YouTube, yeah. right? It's on for YouTube, yeah. For this past mm-hmm. game, his whole journey and stuff, it's it's. Oh, cool I didn't see the one for this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, despite, yeah, you know, the out. loss, it's still uh, a pretty well, good dude, watch. Y- you know, and we'll get into it, but he gets to see Merton score when he comes on. He gets to see Ossiman pull one back and hope yep. a little bit. I'm pretty sure some, you know, Maradona was was in, in good spirits at certain points of the match, right. you know, and, and, sure. and there you go. Yeah, I mean, you know, the game didn't really get away from us until it got away from us. I, I, I thought, and I'm gonna, I'll, you know, we'll again, obviously, we'll start from the beginning, guys. But, uh, you know, overall, I thought Napoli did okay despite the loss. Um, I'd like to get into more or less the the action from the beginning, coming out the gate, Vin. 
Right. How did they look? Were you confident? Did they did, did you did you see the looks on their face like, man, this is gonna be a good game? I think we got this in the bag, or you know, I what thought, say you first yeah. impression? The opening 10-15 minutes, I thought we came out pretty strong. Uh, we were getting in decent positions. Uh, we hadn't yet started to really lose the midfield battle, which I thought slowly toward, you know, as the as mm-hmm. the first half crept on, then then Fiorentina began to win that battle. They stayed very narrow and uh, very compact but they used right. the, the the wide players well as well they had a very good balance and um yeah basically i thought we we did well but then once they scored it was not a good response yeah yeah uh, you know I, I i ralph we talked about it um last week you know the sometimes the home team gets off to this start this flying start right right and the away team kind of sits back and absorbs it and takes it in and kind of mm-hmm. figures it stuff out and then pounces on you. And they could either control the whole game or they just took advantage of, you know, a mistake. Right. And they're kind of like absorbing it all. And then, you know, the more chances we get, the more tries we get at goal, you know, and, and we did. got We got them. We got a bunch of them before mm-hmm. the 30th minute. Then they pounce. They say, okay, the, 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 the crowd's a little less in it now. It's been a few chances. We've got a goal disallowed, a few missed shots, a few missed opportunities. Pounce. And that's what Udinese did against us when we were home in our last home match. Uh, instead of, but beside, you know, in that match, we were able to come back. And it looked like we were coming, you know, close to a, a nice little comeback after a few changes, but just wasn't meant to be. So I really feel like Ralph, you were onto something when it comes to what you said about having that, like, you know, away team have to absorb all that pressure and then, and then. Oh yeah. And attack. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I'm going to read this. I'll get into that real quick. Cause I know uh, Francesco said it earlier to me. Atalanta were us last week and we were Atalanta this and week. We were. Atalanta. Did we lose yeah, Rafa? A little bit. Or he's taking a nap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get Rafa back. But sure. I think what he was alluding to was was what I had said in last uh, last few episodes, actually, where where um, I'll just take him off real quick to get back sure. on. Rafa, if you're good, just give me a thumbs up. I see you down there. But uh, what what he was alluding to, Vin, was that you know sometimes. The home team, you got the crowd, you got all the excitement. Right. They come in with that jolt of energy, especially for the first 15 minutes, the first yeah. point, what, what have you. And the opposing team kinds of, kind of needs to sit back and absorb the pressure a little sure. bit. Rope it though. Right, exactly. Not sure, yeah. not sure how much of that we saw this week as far th- as Napoli coming out hard. I think they they got the reading of the game and then but then you know it wasn't just they that they hit us on the counter but I thought they did slowly start to take control of that midfield and that's why we were more prone to the, these mistakes in my mm-hmm. opinion you know um Lobotka Fabian and Zielinski are a, a, is a very attacking somewhat lightweight midfield three against such a modern pressing team Right. Uh, uh, like Fiorentina, you know, uh, that that's a midfield tree who can cook against a smaller team. Cause it's just mm-hmm. all about the creativity. And, and a lot of these smaller teams, they, they don't, um, they sit back and they, they don't try and control the midfield. But right. when you're going up against a team, who's going to take the game at you to not have one, uh, one physical midfielder in there. So no Angisa, no Deme. And then on top of that, Fabian and Zulinski are both out of form right now. Mm-hmm. I just thought that um, that was a huge part of the downfall 
and then, and then there's, yeah. there's a few other um, factors as well. Um, but um, yeah. I, I like Francesca said we started great the first 15 yeah. dominated. I, I agree. I, I agree. I, I thought so. Get this, Vin. I, I'm terrible in the mornings and I definitely overslept yeah, yeah. my alarm. I didn't have a great sleep the night prior, so I was kind of barely I barely slept myself, but yeah, I was up. I yeah. was up. I was, you were up. So you're 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 a you're a stronger, a lot stronger man than <laughs> I am. But but to be honest, so I, I kind of missed the first half and I, I was okay. able to watch, I think from the 50th minute on. I was able to watch it, but still, I'm sipping my coffee. My sure. brain is not functioning until my third espresso. I think I got your back, Ralph. Are we good? Yes. Yeah, we're good. Welcome back, friend. buddy. Cool. Sorry uh, about but, that. No, no, no worries. Happens. You know, live TV. You got to love it. But, yeah. uh, Rafa, what I was saying was that I went back and I watched the game the day after. So, actually, yesterday, rather. Last night, uh, got home from work, and I sat down. And this time, I actually turned the volume off. I Ooh. turned the volume completely off. It was late at night, whatever, so I wasn't going to hear it loud anyway. Right. But this time I turned everything on. I'm like, I'm going to focus in, and I don't want to hear anything. I don't want my emotions to get triggered. I just want to watch and see what happened. And okay. I, 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 don't, I just think for the first little bit, I, don't, I, I think we could have scored three goals, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. But, but that's the problem, though. When you're at home, Napoli fan, Napoli players feel the fans. So when they miss mm -hmm. opportunities, they feel the the Napoli fans going, you know, like that a little bit of that. Well, mm -hmm. why do you? Why are you missing? It's like almost like with every missed chance, the pressure, the mental pressure builds. I I I, I feel right. that, and 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 that can can backfire. You know, it's right because they had they had four shots and three goals, Fiorentina. You know, but we we weren't able to be that as clinical as them, and then the pressure, the mental pressure builds. Mm -hmm. Is your boy What's going on? Say what up, Eric? What up, Eric? Glad to see you. I think first time here, Eric. Yeah, we got some friends on here, don't we? Friends yeah, my, boy, my boy Rich, who's who's not normally on, he's on. What's up, Rich? Throw, throw up the wolf pack. And speaking That's of friends, nice. you know, I sorry, they're talking about the the jersey, so I just want to say. This is this is from my good friend friend Valenti got me this. Yeah, uh, red there you go. Rock yeah. Good Peter, Scott, I'll put it up. Peter Scott said, "Can we talk about how Napoli wear their blue home kit? Never wear their blue home kits. They're yes. legendary, big home game packed house, and we aren't wearing our blue homes. Our home blues. Come on. So I I was same way when we was watching the game yesterday, but but." The Laudant is trying to sell the, the jerseys and the most of the proceeds go to Ukraine funds. So like 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 Ukraine uh you know really? a relief For funds. The... Yes. Okay, wow. This is this is what I heard. So um maybe it's a good thing. I do agree though. Towards this I mean the end the, the this should... Rafa, you're you're into that. Because I exactly I'm so sorry. I, I don't sorry. know what's going on. But anyway, are you there? You got you got me? Yeah. We're good. Okay, so ever yeah. since yeah, we're good. Ever since Napoli played Milan, we won in these reds, right? We changed, we took the we took the red. We did we were gonna wear the red. We decided to wear the blue instead for Milan. We put the reds on, we won. Now that we lost, take it away. Let's 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 shelve the red for the away games. And let's play the blue at home. We should. We should be playing. Well, first of all, we're definitely going to be playing in, in, at home in blue. We should be playing in blue at home. 
against Roma this weekend. So right. there you go. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope. And and let's hope we win in blue. But I want to read this, though, by Dan. Every time we have early chances and yeah. don't convert, you can feel the game slip. This is what I'm trying to get at. It was like it almost felt like we kept Fiorentina in the game. Like we kept them alive. Yeah. By missing a few of these chances. And I don't want to get into individual player performances throughout the whole game yet, but I did notice at least in the beginning when there should have been another pat, like, you know what I mean? When I say like the best option should take the shot, right? Right. Sometimes you hear it in basketball, you play your percentages, right? Where basketball, yeah. they kind of just keep, you know, rotating that ball around, passing and passing until the one guy's open and that, that best chance gets to shoot. I don't not believe I feel like Napoli should have done the same thing, but didn't. And, yeah. and at least in the first half, there was plenty of times that there needed to just be one more pass, like one more thing, one more something to get that goal. Whether go, the goal go to Osingham or 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 maybe like final, Fabiano the final ball. Yeah. That final ball, and it yeah. didn't happen. Instead, somebody taking a shot going for glory. I saw it with Lorenzo. I saw it with Mario Rui. I saw it with Fabian. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I mean, like, am I well, wrong? Am I right? No, I, you're. I, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, twice we did get the ball in the back of the net, and it was in an offside position, right? Yeah. Um, so there was that. At least we were able to finish. clear offsides, though. But, yeah. but but two clear offsides, yeah. yes. So a little bit unlucky when it comes to that. Listen, sometimes you just don't get the luck. It's just the way it is. Um, but, yeah, we could have been a little more clinical in the beginning. I have all game, honestly. All but game. that that then that that's just not scoring. But then it's, there's also the issue of the conceding the three goals. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. And, yes, and, yes. We, yeah. Listen, we have a problem. I mean – we, we I, I haven't checked the standings, but we were the best defense in the league. It could yep. be Inter now, at, at, now that we conceded three yesterday. I think we but, still might uh, be the best overall. We might I, be. I we might be. Yeah. Uh, damn good still. I know yep. we conceded three, but damn good still. Overall. But, yeah. but there's something to say about not having had a clean sheet since like January, you know? And, so. Yeah. yeah. There and, could be that, and, and and some individual performances too. You know, when it comes to the defense, you know, eight eight goals in our last two home games versus Fiorentina conceded. Yeah. Eight goals conceded with the Coppa Italia match, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of a pattern there as well. I felt like there was a little bit too much water on the pitch. This uh, Vin, we we were speaking yeah. about this a little but bit. But again, if that's if that's the case, then, you know, it's our pitch. We should be watering it. That was to also our, the case uh, in know. Atalanta, though at Bergamo. We, but we we, we can't control that at least. No, we can't. Control yeah, that, no. you know. But at, at our home, if it's too watery, then uh, you know, talk to the landscapers. Listen, those pitches that Maradona used to play on when it rained, forget about it. I don't want to hear about exactly. watery pitches, man. We be, we should be able to deal with that. You know. I agree, but but those goals, Vin, that, that you speak of, these are not. I, I, I mean, we saw the one goal, Kulabali. I don't know if it was a foul. He gets hit from behind, kind of falls on the floor. Rahmani needs to cover the man in the middle, kind of head tries to head the ball out, puts it right towards the. Uh, uh, who was it that? Who was it that got that first goal? Uh, can you back me up here, Rafa? Who was it that got the first goal? Oh. Um... I forget his name, but he—it was his first way, goal. <laughs> like the, the, it went right to his feet, and he was able to convert while you know Kula Bali was still getting up. Uh, 
still getting up and waving at the ref. Yeah, you know, yeah, and you can't, offside, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't do it, especially with VAR. Gonzalez. You, know, you can't Gonzalez. do it. With VAR. Right. It was Nico Gonzalez, yeah. right. You, if, 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 if the referee – listen, if VAR is going to – VAR should work. Play. You, play to the whistle. Play to the whistle. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? It was Gonzalez. Thank you, Mateo. Thank you, guys. Yeah. You play yeah. to the whistle. The VAR will pick up the offside. It should anyway. Right. You know what I mean? The VAR no, will pick up the offside. I Why think he was calling for the foul. I think he was calling for the oh, foul. The foul. That's not, you're, you're, yeah. Be. But even so, even Get so, up. still, they, 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 there's such thing as a foul in the box, too. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like I, that's one thing I got a little irritated at. It was like, you know, he's, he's down on the ground and he takes the minute to like, or the second, the split second that he's complaining to the ref, he could be focusing on play. You know, right. it was a great shot. Don't get me wrong. Nico Gonzalez is a great, great player. Yeah, um, but it went right to his. <laughs> I believe this. But it was assisted by Rahmani. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. So uh, you you start there. One guy in the ground, uh, uh, an assist by uh, his own player. I mean, I know Rahmani obviously wasn't trying to do that, but it happened. Lobotka, and then he also wasn't he charging forward at, at one point. Gets the or he trips, falls, or he gets the ball stolen. There was a turnover. Yep. Yeah. Play goes the other way. Laboka trying to catch up to him. But again, that's the that's Slips, the problem I said falls. about being being overrun in midfield. I felt yeah, we lost the midfield battle, and, and that's when these mistakes happen, right? In the in the right. in the in the DM position and in the and in the defensive positioning. Um, because we just don't have the, the usual cover and control that we normally have. And Fiorentina are a very fast, very modern team. Okay. Right. Um but yeah, I don't know if you want to get into our, you know, why why we think we lost or the overall reasons or yeah, or, definitely or where, where you want I to mean, go. Let I mean, why did we lose? I mean, hmm. we I. Where where listen, does the blame there, there, lie for you? Where does the blame lie? Uh, yeah. It's you know a lot. There's been a lot of talk on on uh, on on um, on social media, obviously. Right. You know, starting from. <laughs> Still the left-back conversation, starting from Mary Reese, starting from uh, ADL and lack of spending, uh, Lozano, Insigne. I mean, just tons tons of different takes out there. And I, I think most of it, a lot of it rather, was just some emotional responses to the game that you kind of get. Right, and everybody gets a little emotional, and then maybe you harp on this one thing, and then you start kind of spewing it out on Twitter to, to 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 release this energy. And a lot of the times, you kind of read it back, and it makes no sense. And and we don't want to be here knocking anybody's opinion. That's not what it's about. We try to take all the opinions and see, well, you know, kind of come to a conclusion. Right. So I want to start with our opinions since we're here, sure. right? We sure. got up here. Let's talk about what we think compared to, you know, what, what we kind of read out there. And I'd like to start. Do we start with Chucky Lozano, guys? Is that is that a thumbs up there or should we go? Why don't we share our opinions first and then we'll address that, uh, you know, because people right. are uh, okay, that fine. The, the Ramadan thing and the Chucky Lozano thing we can bring up. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So – Vincenzo, for you, right. where does so, the blame lie? So for me, I see three three main areas because I've thought a lot about it. And, you know, first, you know, you have the emotions, obviously, but I've tried to reflect on it. Uh, you know, when we win, we, we usually win as a group and we lose as a group. I thought that, number one, the blame lies with the, the team as a whole, the players. Overall, we underperformed yesterday. 
to, to, uh, to point the finger at one individual player in terms of losing yesterday's game, which is what I'm talking about right now, uh, I, don't, I don't think it makes sense, okay? I think we lost the midfield battle. The defenders didn't have their best game, and neither did the attackers, okay? Okay. Uh, only really Osimhen uh, comes out of the game um, with, you know, uh, positive points, in my opinion. The rest of the team were below par other than maybe Mertens, uh, you know, but he was a sub. So I would, number one, blame the team as a whole for pretty much underperforming, okay? Okay. Yeah, I like I like what Salvatore is yeah. saying here. Salvatore says the blame goes to a lot of people. Our losses absolutely cannot cannot be pinned on one person. Second, on. second, second. I blame partially. Again, this is shared blame. First, the team as a whole. Second, Spalletti. I think that uh, first of all, it's been a couple times now he's been out coached by uh, Vincenzo Italiano, who seems to have our number. I thought that um, the midfield three, again, of uh, Lobotka, Fabian, and Zielinski, um, even when all three of those players are in form, and those are three players I absolutely love, um, you know, they're, they're not, none of them have really great defensive qualities. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, with no Anguisa there, theoretically, uh, you know, Deme or even Elmas, in my opinion, should have been in this game because they're more physical players. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think against a team like Fiorentina, who play modern, attacking, pressing, football and don't give you a minute to the, and that time on the ball to, to right. do your Fabian and, 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 and do, do all these little passes. I think we should have had a more physical midfield, or if you don't do it from the start, it should have been identified earlier and the adjustments could have been made, I believe earlier. Um, and then on top of the tactical level, um, I believe there, there's a mentality and a psycho- psychological uh, factor here that goes on the players and the coach shared the, the blame, you know, because frankly, we haven't been as good at home this year. And, right. and, and that, that is a pattern. Um, and for, to be honest, I think all of us feel more confident going into a tough away game right now than we do going into even like a, a home game versus like a mid table team. And, 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 and that's just something that we all feel because that's been the pattern this season. Um, and then, and then lastly, I just want to say, um, I do also somewhat blame our fans, um, okay. you know, Napoli fans, right. because even though, even though the stadium was full, gentlemen, we are this close. Before, before the Fiorentina game, we are this close to our first Scudetto in 32 years. I still, okay? I still argue we still are, but I'll talk we about still, that we, we maybe still yeah. are, but I'm saying going into this game, because that's what we're talking about, the start of the game, Okay. We are this close. We have a full stadium. Every single Fiorentina touch, we should hear whistles. Right. Okay? Make the fans be the 12th man on the field. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to see, like, prime, when you watch That's the old videos, point. when you watch the old videos of the San Paolo really going. I, he, yeah. It was night and day. Even though we were loud and there was full, okay, we're this close to a Scudetto. The fans should be absolutely intimidating to the other op- to the opposition and and give unflailing uh, support to our team even in bad moments just go nuts until the final minute and that's why i think we have to blame the players as a whole the coach for being out tactic and <coughs> not not making our players mentally strong enough as well and then the fans as well i do think that they could have made more of a difference and like really been, you know, when you see these big Dortmund games or the yellow wall, I, w- I want to see like 
we're six games away. We, you know, seven games away from winning our first title. And we only have uh, half of those games are home games. We should be making it count. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my opinion. Those, those are the three kind of areas that I look and, and point the finger. Right. Go ahead, Rafa. I mean, I, there's a lot to unpack with what Vin said, and and I, I love the point of the fans, you know, whistling mm-hmm. or not whistling when the away team gets a ball. They should be whistling them out of the park. They should be right. f- afraid. Teams used to really be afraid of coming to San Paulo or Maradona, you know, and and um, I feel like now it's just not as it's not as you know, especially at a hundred percent. This was a first game. At 100% capacity, we should be like, you know, going at it. So I like that. I like that point from Vincenzo. As far as Spalletti and the tactics, uh, you know, we made a change at the half. We took out Politano. Was he the wrong person to take out? Possibly. But I think, um, you know, making the change was smart. You know, um, Loz- mm-hmm. Lozano, you know, coming in for him, for him. But was you that know, we'll the area the, that needed the most change at that, at that's, that moment? That's the question. For, for me, For me, you know, and I defended Insignia during the game. I defended him last week. But I will say, I think maybe he should have come out at halftime. Uh, or Zielinski should have come out. And maybe Mertens could have come in a little earlier. Possibly mm. throw Elmas in a little earlier. However, yeah, right. the changes were made. The dress, the, 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 the ch- There was a change made. So the flow of the game changed. There was no and fitness think, issues, right, Ralph? Sorry to interject. Not There's that no I know with of. Palatano, no. right? Because typically no, when you that see that, of. you know, change in the dressing room, uh, there is usually a, I just think, a fitness here's issue. What I, you're right, and here's what I think. I think I think Lozano had an assist last game. He played pretty well in the few minutes that he was in. It's not going – something's not working. Let's put him in. Let's see what happens. We have all okay. game. We have all half to take Insignia out and put, put Elmas in or whoever. And Mertens came in not too long after, and I understand, you know, uh, uh, that those changes led to a goal to equalize. You know what I mean? What happened for me is I think Fiorentina exposed that side where Zanoli's on, you know? And yeah. I, I, they I tried th- to. I think, th- listen, and, and as great as he played in, the, in, in his first match, uh, his first start against Atalanta. I, I don't think he had an awful game per se, but I don't think he had a great game either. I think Fiorentina and their substitutions were able to capitalize on Zanoli's inexperience. You know, Icone is a fantastic player. My cousin and I were talking about it yesterday. One-on-one, nobody could beat him. I know he scored his first Serie A goal, but he just joined the team in January. First match was in, like, you know, I think early March. So... But um, he, but he didn't lose us the game. It was just because the thing is, is like no, I'm not saying every, he lost everyone. Us the game. Everyone uh, was below par, and he sure, was also below par. Sure, really. sure. But he, but below everybody being below par, who are you gonna pick on? You're gonna pick on the new guy. I you think know what I'm saying. I don't. But I, are we? Me, but I'm the we, opposite. I would. Right. I would pick on. I pick on the leaders, not the new guy. The new guy for me gets a pass. I'm, yeah. I, I don't mean me pick on him. No, I, I think get it. Fiorentina I get picked him apart. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Okay, Zanoli's on the Zanoli's sure. on that side. He's he's the new guy. He's the inexperienced guy. Let's go get him. And it worked twice. You know I what think, I mean? I think the reason that Chucky was brought on for Politano was simply because Osman was being really covered well, and they and I think Spalletti thought having Chucky there might split up their defense a bit more because of the speed and the counter factor. 
even though I'm okay with that sub though, I, I still think uh, uh, very soon uh, something needed to be made, a uh, change needed to be made in the midfield because that's yes. to me where we were really right. struggling. Um, so I, I, right. I mean, you know, whether, whether it, listen, Italiano has our number brother, you know what I'm saying? Coppa Italia. I'll, I'll, I'll give game. you some numbers, Rafa. 2000, 2010, I think Fiorentina only beat us like three times. If I'm more or less, it's definitely under five times since 2010. Yeah. Now with this game, it may be four or five since 2010. A handful of draws, but mainly we've been able to handle Fiorentina home and away for the past 12, 13 seasons. Mm -hmm. So just fun fact out there. But considering the disaster of a Coppa Italia game, which basically we didn't even have our starting players on, we I won't get into it. And they still but had still, Vlaovic. <laughs> but you know what though? But you know what they did, but you know what they did get that game? All right. They were able to get in our heads. Confidence. And Vincenzo and Italiano yeah. was able to fucking he was able to smell blood from that yeah. point on. So he These knew bald Vincenzos, you can't mess with them, man. It's no, yeah, you can't. You know you can't. Vincenzo, right? <laughs> Yeah. But here's but, the deal. But, but as far as Zanoli goes, right, just to respond to that real quick, I mean, mm -hmm. listen, they were giving Mario Rhea a hard time too. Gonzalez coming up that wing kept trying to body Mario Rhea. Yeah, and Mario sure. Rhea actually did a good job holding him back. Hey, if you notice, as, he, as you he's to, been doing. Yeah, but it's not like he, he wasn't trying to do these aerial battles. He wasn't trying to do anything fancy to stop Gonzalez. All he was doing was stopping, getting in his way, letting the ball bounce. Retrieving the ball and then passing it on to either Ospina or or uh, one of the center backs. So, I don't think our issue is with the wings here or or with our with our fullbacks rather. But I I think. Well, I want you to finish your point, but what I'm going to say is that I think Zanoli and Re equally got tested, and yeah. even though two goals came from the left, I mean, yes, Zanoli. Maybe one can argue he could have done a better job trying to stop that shot. I don't know. Would have Di Lorenzo do better trying to stop that shot? Well, kind of I mean, under he his was legs and went in. No, he was a step off. He was really yeah. a step off, man. He, like, he had to run to there, but to and Rachmani, Rachmani, who I think has done a phenomenal job this season, also had a, a quite an off game, and he's next to Zanoli. So right. instead of Koulibaly, who was next to him last game, mm -hmm. so right. I also think that is, um, you know. Could that it's have a made point. a difference? It's a good it's point. It's a good point. Listen, let's also, let's also, everybody's points are valid, but let me also throw in that we we shouldn't be discounting or discrediting what freaking Fiorentina are doing. Fiorentina sure. is just as strong a team as they were with Vlahovic, in my opinion. I think that team is onto something. They have they a are. real chance. Like if, if we could beat Roma this weekend, and and Juve drop a couple games, Fiorentina could very well catch Juventus for this fourth spot. It, it's not over there either. Bo Bobo, Vieri, Bobo Vieri came out with a quote today saying, if Vlahovic stayed at Fiorentina, he thinks they would be favorites for fourth. You know, yeah. and, 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 and you're saying there, there hasn't been a crazy drop off since Vlahovic left, which is credit again, in my opinion, to Italiano. To Italiano. Because, right. I mean, last season, Fiorentina were basically almost relegated. Okay. Yeah. They were, they were right. a joke. And Italiano has gone in there and implemented a completely new system. In my opinion, you know, the name thing aside, all the jokes aside, this guy is one of the truly best up-and-coming Italian coaches right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, if, if one of the big teams were to pounce on Italiano soon, I would, I would genuinely be worried because I think he brings a modern football that very few yeah. Italian teams play right now.
I was listening to Joe Fischetti's podcast recently. I think it was about the it, he he did the 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 the, the pre match podcast uh, before they right. played Fiorentina, and his guest was a uh, Fiorentinista. Mm. Is that right? And no, he was uh, Fiorentina. <laughs> he said something really interesting, right? He was he was a Fiorentina uh, fan, and a he Fiorentino. said really interesting. A Fiorentino, Fiorentino, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I believe so. so yeah, Fiorentina fan, <laughs> and and he a uh, violin. And it, I fly. Well, spring's coming. I got a little fly flying around. He's trying to get uh, in yeah. on the. This is like the Breaking to... Bad episode. I don't know if you right. guys know that one. No. With the Sorry. fly? No. With the Never fly? No. no. All right. Okay. It's all right. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll look I it up. Gonna... No, I thought you were referring to the bald heads that we were. Uh... No, I mean, the, there's a there's a fly, a whole episode about catching a fly and breaking down. Dude, anyway. I've never seen one episode, so you uh, lost me. Yeah, you yeah, lost got me, you. dude. I haven't right. seen one. Forget it. Forget but, it. But all right, no, it's all good. All good. <laughs> but <laughs> like that. No, just a fly. He's trying to get on TV, but, you know, I'm not going to let him. Yeah. Uh, he, but anyway, he had spoke about how, you know, Vincenzo Italiano has created – this culture in Fiorentina now, basically that it, he has created this team ball and, and maybe yeah. Vlahovic benefited from this because he's obviously the end point. He was able to bring in the goals, but one of the reasons why he was able to, so, to, to, to kind of score so many goals is because of the team structure that was behind them. He was better All at right. Fiorentina than for Juve, obviously. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not that it's not to discount him as a player. He's a great striker. No, me wrong. It's, it's not about that. But it, it, I thought that Fiorentina team was made for him. The way that right. the way that team was playing it was perfect. If I if I'm Vlahovic, I stay there till the end of the season personally, and then yeah. and then make the move. If if yeah. then personally, but Juventus Juventus was a sinking ship, and he was brought in to try to steady it. And it's just it's 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 not there like next no. season i can see vlaovic you know then maybe starting to build around him but you know you don't build around a team on a you know from the winter on on right. a guy that came in in the winter you come you have him come in to hopefully save you and right. then you start building around so yeah no I I, mean, absolutely absolutely you know, i don't want to jump the gun on any judgment you know with his performance but let I me mean, but like no it's just it real, it's like, just credit to italiano right. he 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 had That's him firing he there's a reason why he was bought right away this season because under under Italiano, Vlahovic was just on fire. Right. right. That's why he right. was pounced upon to begin with by right. Juve. Right. But that same culture stayed in Fiorentina. Yes. All right, you might have taken away the you know the punto di gab over there, but the team stayed the same. And they had our number. Vincenzo Italiano specifically had our number. And he spoke about in the past, he likes coming to Napoli. That's the thing. He's not scared of walking into the Maradona. Hey, if you he can't beat him, join year. him. Can't beat him, join him. Last 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 season, I remember on episode, I was calling for Vincenzo Italiano's name post I was like, I think this is the one. I think this is the guy that ADL might go get because, you know, he's young. He probably won't be expensive. You know, he can run a decent system. He can probably help kind of like, you know, keep the guys together, right? Because it's something that we've been right. missing since the mutiny is this like joy that we kind of saw maybe under Saudi and 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 the 2018 season. You know, love him or hate him, but the fact is the team was super happy. We saw that on the field, and their performance, I think, you know, was a a product of that joy. And I don't know how much I'm seeing it now. So when we come down to blame, I don't want to blame Spalletti because Insigne didn't pass. No, but. There is, I don't know. I don't see the joy. I don't see that much 
joy. Yeah, but we don't see the joy, and we're two points off the top. So I, I I'm mean, not complaining about our no. position, but I, mean, I think I think I think it's fair to say. Look, in my opinion, Spalletti has done a great job. Uh, I I understand uh, why ADL appointed him because two years out of Champions League. You want to just appoint the guy who's the most guaranteed to get you in Champions League, who's available for your budget. And Spalletti was probably more, even though Italiano may have a, even a higher ceiling, given the fact that he's uh, on the up in his career. He's not even reached the prime of his career. And Spalletti, you could argue, you know, is, this is his, probably his last chance at a really strong team being, you know, 62 years old. But I think that, you know, from ADL's point of view, he's a guarantee. He's came in, he stabilized us. We've, we, he's done a great job. But it's fair to say, like, just as just as certain players under Spalletti have absolutely flourished and transformed since last season, like Lobotka and like Rachmani, uh, the players who are all playing around our main striker, Victor, which is Insigne on the left, Zielinski in the 10, and then 50% Chucky, 50% Lozano on the right, all four of those players have done far worse like then last season, mm-hmm. both statistically and by eye test, it's just, mm-hmm. they're just, right. n- none of them are even close to the level they were last season. And so just as we have to give credit to Spalletti for transforming Lobotka and Rachmani and, and getting us this close to, to in the title race, you also have to say like, you know, there's a lot of players who have underperformed as well, but, but that being said, we are still here. We are still in the title race. We're not out of it. There's six games to go. We're getting um, some so, help, man. We're so, also getting um, some help. And we're getting sure. some help. And I think that's also um, due to the fact that we were talking about this before, uh, Raf, but, uh, you know, these smaller teams now are no joke the way they were no a few joke. years ago where there's no those joke. two teams at the top and the rest of them were walkovers. Now your Cagliari's, your Verona's, your every game, you, you, you can't be totally secure. You know, Bologna have no. taken points off the big teams. Like let, these, let, let me Let yeah. me give him the question. To, yeah. to what you were saying, Rafa, we had mentioned that, <coughs> okay, Italia, I mean, Napoli, yeah, off air, we were speaking that, uh, all right, Napoli is doing better, but are they doing better because the other teams are weaker? And that's what Vin was kind of coming out and saying that, no, in fact, it's the opposite. I think the teams it's are 100% better. It's 100% the opposite. Got, and then he, it's 100% you know, he the opposite because Milan, Milan is not weaker than they were last year. They're about the same. Or a little stronger. Inter, okay, Inter lost their players, but you know they're still in the conversation. So for me, there's there they didn't get. I mean, if if I were to pick one of the three that got a little bit less stronger, I'd have to say Inter because of who they lost. But at the same right. time, here here they are. But even though I know Vincenzo, you rate Inter higher than Milan. If you you know we definitely the two. But 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 that's a testament to the champions that are on that team. You know what I'm saying? Fiorentina got much better. Roma got much better. Even though they had their spell, look at how they've been playing. No, they're the, they're doing well. They're on the upward trajectory. Right. Lazio too. Lazio too. Lazio is not the kind of a lateral. I had them fourth. They're a little bit lateral, but I had yeah. them fourth. But look at them lately. You know what I'm saying? Coming out with some wins. But the smaller teams, Spezia are winning games. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, uh, uh, um, um. Uh, Sassuolo are banging in away wins left to right. Just beat Atalanta yesterday too. I'm not even uh, sure why they're even better. They're not even dude, better. I feel like Sassuolo should be. 
know that I, I think know. they are better, man. I mean, they're better, right? They're better. Dionisi is a great coach. Dionisi, their front exactly. three is on fire. Their front yeah. three is yeah. crazy. Everybody's nominating their yeah. front three, front three to play on the national team. I'm like, why isn't this team doing better? And I mean, position in the Eric's position here. Yeah, right. But right, Posi yeah. positioning in the table. Okay, maybe lateral, but you can see a different. Uh, Udinez of late too. Yeah, you Luka can't said. take them. You can't take these games for granted at all no. anymore. No, 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 like not even no. close. No, no. Yeah. Look at Salernitana for Christ's sake. Look at Salernitana. What they did to Roma for what seventy minutes yesterday. Yep. Okay. Roma. Yeah. Roma got the job done at the end, but they they scraped the win from Salernitana. And like, as the season goes on, too, these these teams fighting for to avoid relegation, there's sometimes they're the hardest, right? Especially at this yeah, time right. of the season. For sure. Right. Yo, so have, it's the, do or die for them, you know. The start that Salernitana had, they they are only five <laughs> points out of relegation. Six. They're only six points out of relegation zone. They still have to play Cagliari. Correct. So I mean and Cagliari's uh, no joke know, right listen, now either. Yeah, Cagliari's Cagliari, no joke right now. Cagliari's in there. Peter's mentioning Torino under Juric. Torino, they're, they're phenomenal. You know, Verona so, under under Tudor. Right? It's, it's it's really it's really that factor. I think is why the right. point totals the points totals are not what they were, and why all three of the teams in the in the title race right now are are dropping points. No one's invincible right now. But why do you think people betting City are having a nightmare? And right. one of them, you know, it's a nightmare. You can't bet. You can't predict a result. You really no. can't. We we here we were oh Napoli if any of these three games are gonna drop points Atalanta no Osimhen yep. no Ramani no Di Lorenzo and what happened we wiped the floor with them well you know what I mean no we, yeah, yeah. absolutely we, we won the game okay and then Fiorentina oh we're riding this momentum into Fiorentina we're home for sell up blah 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 they come out three two winners you know what I mean but 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 I I'll tell you what I mean. I mean, most improved this season has to be Fiorentina under under Italiano. Has to be hands they're, down. They basically most went improved. from almost right. almost relegated to almost top four. Yeah, they're, they're, and they lost their top scorer in in in, in January mid as well. Mid season, yeah, that's crazy. It's not easy. Just to adjust to that, I think, is a testament to what Vincenzo has done and what the team is capable of. And and I'm banking on them to help us at the oh, these yeah. last few games against Milan and the bunch. Yeah, I, I said we need and lots Vincenzo well. Otaliano. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the morning. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Edio, Top of the morning to you. Anyway, listen, I, 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 I like the little comedic break, but I would like to um, piggyback this conversation about Italiano and somehow segue it to that Lozano play that everybody's losing sure. their mind over. Yeah, okay? the Lozano and the Ramadan thing, we have to touch on both those. Right. Yeah. I want to talk, I want to, because for me, Lozano, with that play that everybody's talking about, Ralph, I sent you the photos. I don't know if you have them ready or whatever, but there you go. This is with the, um, arrows. With the arrows. Okay, so it's coming, everyone. Um, uh, this is thanks to Gaetano, who <laughs> created this, and it, it, it caught some fire on Twitter when it wants to load. That's fine. He had the um, art teacher in his school consulting. It's loaded. It's loaded for me. The red oh, and blue, okay. beautiful, beautiful contest. Yes, we can, but we but we're it. looking at a picture. Okay, mm -hmm. but I know what the picture looks like. So everybody that mm -hmm. can see it, uh, you know, and except for me, um, <laughs> we're looking at a picture. Okay, of the split second before Lo Lozano gets that ball. Okay, you're thinking. 
when Lozano gets that ball, that defender is in the same position that he's in. Wrong. That defender positions himself closer to Lozano as that ball gets to Lozano. So Lozano would have had to react like that, which it could have been. He could have done. But you saw by the time Lozano got the ball, the angle was cut off. Yes, he took that first touch, which was something that Lozano hasn't had a good, you know, uh, uh, part of his play this season hasn't been good is his first touch or whatever. But it wasn't a bad first touch. The fact that it was a a touch before the pass. The only way Lozano could have gotten that ball to Mertens in that trajectory is if when he got that ball, he one-timed it. But you'll see in another screen that I showed Raf, and I don't know if he wants to put that one. Don't have that on. Okay. It's okay. His left foot is not planted for him to take that one-timer. So that's why he had to touch that ball first. So a lot of you guys out there blaming Lozano for the pass, this and that. Listen, it's a very difficult pass that would have been that would have been executed if executed properly. You did see he went for the pass because he did go for the pass. But for me, it's the defender. And I don't know if it was Milenkovic. I don't remember who it was, their their wing, their their fullback. I don't remember. I couldn't see it was blurry. I didn't check who it was. But that defender stayed in his position the way he was supposed to have and didn't let Lozano get any space. And in my opinion, that's that's a, a testament to good defense by Fiorentina and not a shitty play by Lozano. That's my opinion. The guy comes in and hit, get, hits, a, hits a, 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 a beautiful assist for, for third goal last, last weekend and gets a lot of praise by everybody. And then one play doesn't go the right way. Everybody wants to see from a little still and everybody loses their mind. Now, I respect everybody's opinions. You want to have your opinion about Lozano? Fine, have it. You're a fan. I'm a fan. He's a fan. That's it. We're all fans of the same team. We all have our favorites. We all have our players we think needs to go. In my opinion, Chucky Lozano, no, he's not having the best season. But in that instance, I don't think you need to blame him for anything. Okay, yes, Mertens has the has the run for sure. But you see, he's trying to get that ball to him for sure. He's trying. To, he sees him and he he gets he gets the point. So it's not his football IQ. For me, it was the positioning of his left leg and it was the positioning of the defender. That's in my opinion. So there you go. Everybody wants to hate on Lozano and all this stuff. Fine. He also put the ball in the back of the net, which was a really nice goal. Had he Very nice stepped. goal. Very nice Guy's goal. Guy's ass kept him, on, kept him offside. But, you know. So here's the deal, do? Ralph. Be, yeah. You know, before we go and we crucify Lozano for this one thing, Yes, he may have not he may not be having the best season just kind of like Insigne. He also he put uh, he he uh what was I going to say? He he's also been dealing he dealt what two injuries this year plus COVID. Guys having a hard time. But if you're going to call out Lozano, call out everybody else. Yeah. Multiple passes or non-passes from Lorenzo Insigne in the first half. Go look at the first 20 minutes when uh, um, Lorenzo and Senior is trying to save the day. Uh, Lorenzo and Senior is trying to save the day by scoring a goal, trying to take all the glory when he has his striker there ready to receive a pass from him. A pass we all know he can make. I said time and time again on this show that Lorenzo and Senior needs to set up his boys. That's what his go- that's what his role is this season. Let's talk about Mario Rui not giving 
excuse me, Burb had some Taco Bell earlier. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about uh, <clears throat> I stress eight today, by the way. But anyway, let's talk about Mario Verri not passing the ball to Ozingham instead taking a shot. How many feet out? Eight feet in front of him mm -hmm. and sending the ball into the stands. He can't even, mm -hmm. I mean, hit the woodwork. I feel a little bit better, but crying out loud. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Fabian Ruiz not taking a shot. Salvatore de Brita, I see you out there. All right. Yeah, so I, I put it up. Too, yep. But I'm, I want to reiterate this because I, I was going to bring it up. It's important. I'm glad you wrote it as well. But, uh, you know, let's talk about Fabian Ruiz not taking the blast that we all know he can do eight feet in front of the net. I mean, did you want to like, Back up and go outside the box and then in take the a box, nice curler. Yeah, in the box. Is that, it's, it's all right, for him, brother. Let's know? talk about let Let's talk about um these long balls. So many unnecessary long balls out to out to out to Osimen. Now Ospina to Osimen, yeah. From Ospina, Kulabali, Mario Ruiz. Listen, some of them work. Some of them. No, no, no. But that's what I wanted to get to, Rafa. Like I would say, like thirty. 30 to 40 percent of the meat. But that's that's to buy that's to bypass the midfield because we were losing the midfield battle. When you're when you're winning or when you're dominating the midfield the way we normally do, then we can mix it in. So we normally do the pass, 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 and then once every four or five times we can do boom, long ball, catching right. them off guard. Because right. we're going from playing semi tiki taka style to right. then doing the long ball. Right, but when you're just doing long ball, long ball, long ball, long ball, and they know right. you're going to do that every time, then right. they're planning for it. Then they're covering Osimen. Okay, yeah. and would, would, uh, and so for, I just want to have my little spiel on Lozano quick too. Before, like, look, but, in my opinion, he fucked up that play. He fucked up that play. That he should have made that pass. Mm -hmm. However, however, to blame our three-two loss on that missed pass is is a joke because. He came in to sub Politano at halftime because Politano was so bad, right? And Zielinski had a bad game, and Fabian had a bad game, and Rachmani had a bad game, right. and Insigne had a bad game, and Koulibaly had a bad game. So, And all of our wingers have been bad all season, have mm -hmm. been not at their best. Politano hasn't been at his best. Insigne has been a shadow of, him, of himself. And so, you know, I, the reason why I think people are pointing the finger mostly to uh, Lozano is simply because he made those remarks, which were not smart. Definitely. You do not you do not get people on your side by saying those remarks, especially when you're having a, an up and down season. And then on top of that, he's had the injuries and everything else. But right. should he have made that pass? Yes, you'd expect him to make that pass. Right. However, that's one play in an entire 95 minutes. And that was not the play that made or break us. And that was not the play that allowed us to concede three goals in our home. Ben, how much do you think about how much do you think uh, uh, that it's about you know Insigne having basically the season of his career, quite possibly last season, and, and also Lozano and Lozano and Polizano. and Lozano having it, a great. But let's just talk about Lozano yeah, sure. for the moment. Him having that season, we spoke about a little about we touched on this a little bit. I think last episode, it's like do your expectations go a little bit higher because of what you saw last season? Now you see him this season in this form. You're like, well, what the it's hell is happening? Because Mikel is paid. How much we paid? He's, he's been forget the money. Too. I don't want to hear about money because no. we've been, we've been calling you know the papone a papone for so long. I don't want to hear about his paycheck. Right. All right, I I, I, I agree. Against you, Vin. But I'm, I'm saying that's the, why people jump on him because he's more. He made that remark. He gets paid more than the others. 
And so it's easier to point to him than Politano, for example, who's had just as bad a season, if not worse. Mm -hmm. Right. In my opinion. That's what I'm saying. I, I think yeah. considering what we saw from our wingers last season and what we're seeing from this season, I, I get why people are being a little bit impatient. But that, again, why harp on this? And 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 for those of you out there, just real quick, for those of you out there, we, we have big Lozano fans. We have some big Lozano haters. Guys, it's an opinion. Don't yeah. Don't take this to your heart so much. Don't fall in love so easy. Don't, and I understand, like, Sometimes you have your favorite player. Sometimes you 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 have your. I hated Fabian Ruiz. I, I still like. I like him, but I'm not crazy about him. I hated Fabian Ruiz. But let me tell you, if I kept, if I didn't listen to Rafa, if I didn't just open my mind to suggestion, I would have never changed my mind. You know what I mean? I would have kept the hate, and I would have just been a bum. You know, yelling back and forth at people. I don't. I guys. And, you can't implode as a fan base, all right? Because Lozano did one play. All you got to do right? is look look at a player like Kulusevski. Look at a player like Kulusevski, okay? Another young winger who was touted to be the next best thing. He goes mm -hmm. to Juve, flops hard. Flop becomes hard. a Becomes a non-factor, okay? I follow the Prem pretty closely. Uh, not as much as Serie A, but up close. Dude, the, the guy is unbelievable for Tottenham under Conte mm -hmm. right now. So there, there's no reason to say that this is just either uh, uh, the, the wrong coach for Lozano or he's had a bad year with the injuries or whatever else. There's no, there's no reason why, uh, you know, just as Loborca went from zero to hero under the, another season with a fresh start, maybe no injuries or a different coach or another, mm -hmm. whatever that Lozano can't be a world beater still, you know what I mean? So it, it is what it is. I don't know. I it just is, think I I think that when you when you attack one player over one play and blame the loss for that, it doesn't make sense. If you want to say you don't think Lozano is good enough for Napoli, that's fine. That's your opinion. But that that even if that's the case, that's not the reason why we lost three two to Fiorentina. Right. Right. That's that's what I think. Well, listen, if we can say that about Lozano, we can say that about Insigne. We can say that about, right. you know, everybody else. You know what I mean? Insigne is not having the season that he had last season, but it's still a productive season in it, terms it's of it's productive, numbers. Last know. season, Insigne was both... Out of his mind. Stick. No, he was the best left winger in the world. Better, in the he world. He had better stats than Mane. He had better stats than anyone else. 19 goals, 11 assists, was it? And then he, he had a great Euro, in my opinion, as well. And, and, and although he has contributed um, this season with like seven or eight assists, solid penalties, some good creative play, he's not even 50%. He's not even close to 50% of what he was last no. season. He's, he's no. not. He's not. And, and, and neither is Zielinski and neither is Politano. I so. also want to say really fast and then we'll move on. Um, for me, as far as this whole Lozano pass thing, I think he's the victim of a snapshot. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the mean he's, culture shit. Boom, like. snapshot. Oh, look at that space he had for the split second. Yeah, it, it, That snapshot, people will look at that snapshot and think he had minutes to pass this ball. Watch the video. Yeah. Watch it over and over and over again. But, but, over Rafa, over but again. it could it also, it, or it could also just be he fucked up. He made a mistake. Fine. One mistake, but it, that it one mistake be. didn't it cost us. 
That one mistake I'm saying didn't cost, cost us the game. I know what you're yeah. saying, but I'm looking yeah. at his left leg, and it's not even planted. That's what it was the reason for the one touch sure. first. That right. one touch is the reason why he couldn't get the ball to Mertens. He right. should have just, just first time passed it. The it defender takes one step to yeah. his to to this side, right? Yeah, and and he gets that ball to Mertens, and we're talking about a one on one with with uh, who the keeper is? Dangowski? Who is the keeper? Uh, no. Uh, um, What's the keeper's name that played yesterday? For who? Oh, the, the Italian guy. Tedachano? 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 Yeah, I got you. Still. Yeah. Tedachano. Tedachano. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know. Here's the deal. Joey, I see you there, Joe. Oh, hold on. Oh. Congratulations to Gianluca. Just got married last weekend. Hey, Gianluca. Gianluca. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hey, forza. Forza, Luca. Is that that Gianluca? Figli Mash. Okay. okay. Uh, (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to address the formation thing or you guys just. I mean, Jovi does. Giuseppe D'Angelis, my friend and co-admin of CNC USA, always says this, but. If you if I you mean, look back, we literally last are year, built for we literally are built for a four two three one. But yeah, I know what he's he saying. always says this all the time, and you know we have been playing four three three at times. We play different. Guys, I mean those are those are not the formation all the time. We not can all win the time. In, We can win in not either formation. We can, we can either, win in right. either formation. It's, We've it's won in both. We've narrow lost. of an argument to Come say on, it's. We, of, uh, yeah, I think it's easy to say. It's the reason it's easy to say that is because the the three. Behind the one this season have been like all, all of them have been below par, and so right. you could you could say in that sense, okay, four to three one, we're not built. But then last season, Insigne unbelievable in four to three one, Zelinski unbelievable into four to three one, and Politano and Politano Chuki, and Lozano. both both yeah. un- unreal in four to three one. So can't say we're not built for it, but we can say that the players who who are the starters in the three behind Victor have underperformed this season. Right, right. Because last year, under that formation, especially those last things, we were on fire, unstoppable scoring goals. How do we have so many gaps in the midfield and Senior has to keep dropping back? Not this year. That's the thing. Not this season, man. Like with Bakayoko there, in, with a in, fat Lobotka. In yeah, the, in the Fiorentina game, in the Fiorentina game, we had the gaps, though. In that specific game, there were gaps in midfield, I felt. I, I Like I said, I thought we were overrun. Fabian was having a terrible game. Zelinski wasn't great. Right, and, and Kulibali a little slow. Right? can't do everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, which it's, which which is maybe again, a segue into a different discussion. I, I think right. I'm sorry. But, oh no, but before we believe, but go on, go on. Yeah, oh, we'll we'll get into that. I mean, we're coming to the hour mark. We might have to cut a couple topics, guys. But sorry. I I guess the the whole point is is I understand we we all get emotional and we all have our reasons and that's fine. I'm not taking emotion out of this. We have that's the whole point. That's why we do it. But. You know, to say it was just Lozano, it was just this one player, or it was just the formation, or even one with ADL not spending the money, or the left back. I mean, guys, stop harping on one reason. And the reason why I'm asking everybody to stop the harp on one reason is because you're selling yourself short and not seeing the bigger picture. There was a whole boatload of reasons why we didn't win yesterday. And it was not because of one player missing a one-time pass to Mertens. That had nothing to do with it. I mean, shit, we almost came back. It was three to two. But there was a few mistakes from everybody, a, a few moments of weakness from everybody. Sometimes our midfield gets exposed. Sometimes our midfield is on absolute lockdown and they can't get through. How many How many times do we win battles this year? Even when we lost the ball, we got it back immediately. Well, that's, that's the thing is... is 
usually our midfield is our strong point and 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 we have one of the strongest and deepest <clears throat> fields in the league it's just right. unfortunately right now we had Angisa out and both Fabian and Zielinski are out of form right so, yeah exactly. but normally normally our midfield are Right, super, and our two center backs yeah. not necessarily having the most stellar game in their lives. Correct. Now, you want to cite that they have issues at home? Fine, whatever. That that could be one thing, uh, this season that we're dealing with. Who knows? I think there is a lot of pressure, and for the fans out there, like, welcome to the big leagues. This is it. Like, you want to, you know, let, all right, we can harp all day again against Napoli's mentality, but let's look at our own mentality every now and then, and 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 be ready to accept. These kind of events. We're not going to win sometimes when we think we're going to win. All right. Don't forget that Spezia game with the same coach and what happened there. It, it shit happens. And we have to be willing to hold on to some of our impulses before we go spewing it out there to the world to use it against us. And not only that, but to have some type of fan on fan hatred because of what one player is or is to that person or is not we cannot implode as a fan base when we lose you can be emotional yes but don't just rip anything that's right in front of you you know <laughs> i think we forget mateo says we are we are not bleedons and naturally mentally implode after shit like this but mateo, the thing, 100% is, the right, thing but. is with that is we mentally implode after shit like this but we expect the team to stay mentally fit right right but we're forgetting that these guys are humans as well, the, you know, with but, issues, with things, with, 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 you know, the perhaps, the, you know, the, everybody's got their own thing going sure. on. And, and, and for the most part, though, having said that, for the most part, the difference, I'll bring this, I'll bring it back to a, something that you touched on, Raf, before, was, was the Saudi versus Spalletti, right? Saudi in this situation, uh, we're losing the Scudetto in a hotel and our team is, is, De, de, uh, what, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? De, uh, uh, dejected, right? In this loss to Fiorentina, albeit we had help from the Torino draw against Milan, it's we still believe. You know, we, this doesn't this doesn't change our belief in the scudetto that we have. Mm -hmm. Blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? We could have definitely rebounded from that loss against Fiorentina four years ago, five years ago, whatever it was. Sure, and and stayed in it. You know what I mean? And stayed in it and tried, but we completely capitulated. Now we see that this opportunity is still there, and our players aren't down, and our players aren't like, you know. So how come we can't do the same? Like me, I am, you know, I'm already optimistic, but I have a lot of reasons to believe that Napoli still have a great chance, as good a chance as Milan and Inter have, to win the Scudetto. Ooh. And that's the way it is. I don't know and about that's that. That's the way it is. Ah, well, listen. Uh, I, I think we're in there. We're still, in my opinion, we're still in the race because we're right there. But to say we have as much a chance as Inter, who have a game in hand and perhaps an easier schedule, I give them the slight edge. I've never personally taken Milan's chances seriously, even to my own detriment maybe. But I always felt that um, the real team to be worried about is Inter, and I still feel that way. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's beyond uh, doubt. It's it's not like all hope is lost. Numerically, we're right there, but uh, um, you know they have they have an extra game. Simple as that. Okay. They have an extra but game, and um, you know they don't have many big teams left, and 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 they they have the culture of winning. They won last year. 
They still have the uh, Antonio Conte uh, residual effect. Uh, and I think that um, all of those factors make it easier for Inter to win, especially because they only won last year. We haven't won since I was born. I, I, I was born at the end of 80, <laughs> and I was born well, at the end okay. of 89. So right no. after I was born, that was the last time. So um, I think that, I think that in my opinion, Inter are the favorites. Then we're right there. Personally, I believe we're second favorites and then Milan third, but it's all very close. And every, any, you know, one mess up by Inter, one loss, you know, can, can change the, that, um, that sliding uh, favorites uh, thing, in my opinion. But I, you know, I said earlier, I hate the fact that we have to rely on teams to lose. I, I don't That's like to thing. be in this position because, you know, if we need a call to go our way, and when I mean our way, I mean, like, <laughs> if there's two teams playing, like Milan and whatever, Sassuolo, and we need a call, a good call in that game, so, you know, it could benefit us, I don't think we get that call. And and I don't like relying on anything in Italy for Napoli to win. I just don't trust them enough. I don't trust the league, the country, the betters, the whatever. Um, and I, and I think these teams, like with their backs against the wall, they they uh, they un they've been here before. They understand yeah. this, uh, and, and it's a different mentality. And I'm I'm gonna stick with my opinion that Napoli is becoming the 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 uh, the big team it deserves to be guys I, I i think we're we're now in the run we're now in the conversation i love the fact that we're annoying so many fan bases i love it i love yeah. it because you know you're a bunch of it's like you're a bunch of spoiled rich kids now like you can't take the fact that other teams are challenging you you got and it just goes to show you got so used to being you know these italy got so used to these three fucking teams year after year or i should say decade after decade after decade since the 90s getting used to, you know, dominating, quote-unquote. Now you got a bunch of Juventini out there saying, oh, well, this league, it's shit without Juve, blah. Like, you can't stand the fact that Napoli's above you in the table and you're just not performing. I mean, yeah. nine fucking Scudetti in a row, you dominated. Was that not good enough for you? I would trade one of those seasons. One but season. That's, but that's the thing. That. That's the so, thing is, though, for a – no, go on. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, no, it, I mean – to end it, it the the fact is is that we are getting to that we are now right. at that point where Napoli is an antagonist now in Serie A. This is what it means to be a top club. It doesn't mean you're going to win nine no. Scudetti in a row. It just means you're going to be in the conversation. You're going to be giving people trouble. I mean, you're going to be giving teams trouble. We're going to be annoying fan bases. We're going to cause anxiety. You can't. We're not pushovers anymore. The little teams are not pushovers. You, you have to come out and perform game after game. And this is what's going to make Serie A, not just Serie A, but Italia, the national team, great, is when everybody is contributing, when the whole league is challenging, when the whole league is challenging, sure. even the Italians in that league are challenged to do better. And then when they go face them at the international level, they'll, they will be more ready. Not just this defensive approach, that, and when, while it's still good, but the, the, the fact is the more challenge, the better. The more challenge, the better. And Napoli is a challenger now. We may not have the same amount of trophies. We don't. We, we're, we're a few steps behind there. but And I'm not going to get into the reasons why. But the fact is we're a few steps, but we're getting there now. We're in the conversation. 
Yeah, so, but we were we were in the conversation until the Ancelotti debacle. Right. No, then, I, I then we took a, then we took a dip. Took a dip. Uh, even though we don't want to bring up the whole Gattuso thing, but we all know like one yeah. more I mean, goal there last was a problem one more in the squad. One more there goal was a last problem. Season. The there was a problem yeah. in the squad, but one more goal last season. We were second place. But regardless, put that aside. We are now, as you're saying, we're now at that point where we are going to be in my opinion, consistently back in Champions League and maybe even pushing for Scudetto. Right. But as the gents are saying down here, Totti said one Scudetto in Rome is worth 10 in Torino. And then Fran is saying Rome and Naples are both bigger pressure cities than Torino. And that's that's the thing is the Piazza, to win in the Piazza of Rome or in, in Napoli is harder because we aren't used to winning. And because of how up and down emotional our fans are, and then the players also, uh, you know, haven't won, and also feel the up and down emotion from the fans. So right. It's all it, it's always harder because, in my opinion, okay, right now, on paper, okay, you can you can make the argument we are the best team in the league, on paper, okay. I believe that Osimhen, Mertens. Insigne, Zielinski, Chucky, all performing at their best is a better attack than Inter or Milan's, okay? I believe right. that Fabian, Anguissa, Loborca, I believe uh, Elmas, I believe we have just as strong, if not a stronger midfield than Inter. And our center backs, we have the best defense in the league. And mm -hmm. our goalie is, is, is one of the best goalies in the league this year, uh, mm -hmm. better certainly than Handanovic. So, and also, even though Spalletti has never won He's probably a better he's coach than, than Limone than Limone or Pioli. Yes. It's not as if he's, he's going up here. against a, a, a Conte or one of these coaches who has won so much. But the thing is, is that for Napoli, even having maybe the best team, right, mm -hmm. and having a great, a really good coach, it's just that extra step harder to 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 go from being where we are now, very very close to to winning, to mm -hmm. to do that winning. And and again, also we should bring up the fact that you know we've had super, like crazy health issues this season that yeah. Inter that Inter never had. Inter haven't had never. any hardly any injuries all season. You know what never. I mean? But us in Milan have. So that's another mm -hmm. thing. But well, so yeah. I, I like I like what you said about um, the management, right? Yeah. So in in my opinion, and the reason why I think we have the edge. Over everybody else. Now, again, listen, I, uh, at the beginning, I said Inter's going to win the Scudetto. You know right. what I mean? I thought it would be, I, I thought it would be close, but I, I'm pretty sure, I was pretty confident Inter would win the Scudetto. Watching them play this season, I know for a fact, well, I don't, I'm not going to say I know for a fact, but, 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 but the chances, the, the chances of them winning a Scudetto are even on, uh, uh, for me with Napoli and Milan, and it's not a runaway. One of the reasons is because of Simone Inzaghi and right. never having been at this position. Yes, Inter are champions. Yes, the, yeah. the 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 championship mentality on the pitch, fine. But when you're led by a manager who's never been at the top of the of the, you know, and then Lazio was, Lazio was, but then COVID messed it up. So I get that too. But at the end of the day, he faltered, right? And and Pioli is the you know one of the quintessential uh you know um um you know, fall offs, drop offs, you know, sure. like, like, like bottler. Right. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, I don't think he's, uh, I think he's a great coach. I just don't think he's the coach to get Milan to the next level. I so, agree. so when we, so when you say Milan for you is like bat last in the pecking order, I'm with you there. But the reason for me, why I think Napoli have the edge, right? 
let's let's go ahead and go out on a limb and say that next week is the first time since January 9th that we all win in the same weekend. And let's say the, the, the table is the way it is now next week as well. Milan would be three points up and we would be um, – I'm sorry, two points up and we would be two points back with Inter tied, right? Let's just mm-hmm. say for argument's sake, okay? Now, Inter and Milan play uh, their matches on Friday. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we have three days to stew on what Milan and Inter have done. Now, not good know, for us. His, historically, not good for us. But, but Roma have to play Bodo Glimt on Thursday. Okay. And they lost that first leg. They're not going to go to Olimpico to get, uh, to get embarrassed. They're going to go to Olimpico to smash Bodo Glimt. So they need to focus on that. Also, also, Mourinho has come out and said he wants to win that competition. He wants to be the first manager to win Champions League, Europa League, and Conference League and be the first manager to win that in a new tournament. How are you, Jose Mourinho, in this new lesser third-tier tournament and not win it? You know what I'm saying? So they have got to win that match, and they're down a goal, so they need goals. They're going to play their ass off for that on Thursday, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days rest. We're on eight days rest. We don't have any injuries right now. But we're we were, on, sitting we were re- on eight days rest for this game, Rafa. No, no, we well, were I mean, well, we were on was, si- we were on six days right. But I mean, seven. we we don't matter. have a secondary tournament. I'm saying, like, we have just focus on the league sure. right now. I get yeah. that. I get I get what you're saying. But we met a Fiorentina team who didn't have anything to play for either. They 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 waited all all week too. What I'm trying to say is that there are factors here sure. that we have to consider. Roma playing on Thursday. Milan and Inter playing on Friday. We get that extra rest and wait until Monday, right? Then, then, uh, again, let's say we all come out, right, on top. Sure. Of, and, you know, so so Milan would be 71. We would be, uh, no, 68, yeah. 71, 66, we would be 68, 69, excuse me, with, with Inter, okay? the Napoli's last five matches, right? Uh, Napoli's last five matches Empoli, Sassuolo, Torino, Genoa, Spezia Should be easy Might be difficult You got the Sassuolo team that goes to, to, to You know, to other people's arenas And beats people You got you know, Empoli who we couldn't beat We got Spezia who we couldn't beat We got Genoa, we beat them We beat Torino, fine But 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 relatively should be easy for Should be doable for us Okay Now you got a Milan team who by far has the, the, the hardest schedule, okay? They have to play the Inter on Tuesday in Coppa the second Italia. leg of the Coppa Italia, right? So Inter Milan Tuesday, April 19th. Then they travel to Rome to play against Lazio. Then they got to go play Fiorentina at, at, at home. Then it's Verona uh, in Verona. Then it's Atalanta who are fighting for whatever they're fighting for. They have relevancy, you know, trying to stay in the Champions League race. They have another game in hand as well. And Sassuolo, who I just said, is very, very difficult. Milan will falter, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Now we look at Inter. Let's look at Inter. I know Inter have an easy schedule. It's after the Coppa Italia. It's it's Roma. They played Roma. Difficult. But even if they They lose that, we still have the same number of games. Right. But After Bologna, that. Bologna just. But then it's Bologna midweek. They just took points from from Milan. 
Then it's Udinese, who just beat Atalanta and have been scoring goals left and right. Then it's Empoli, who's not easy. Who's not easy. You might get a little easier with Cagliari, but at that point, they're fighting for safety. Only six points out, out of out of relegation zone. And then Sampdoria at the end of the season, fine. But it's not that easy. And, no, and, but they and, have, and the reason why... Yeah. But but the reason why I feel that Inter have less of an advantage than we do is because of the condensed schedule that they have now. They have to play every four or five days, three days. Sure, and, it's possible. And we don't. It's totally Inter have to play Coppa Italia, Serie A, Serie A, Serie A within that four match stretch in two weeks, and we're sitting pretty. If we're perfect, these games to well, it, okay. But I'm saying, for me. For fans to come out and after, and, and we all spoke about it. Everybody that does Napoli content has said all these teams are going to drop points. So we finally dropped the points uh, since we haven't, since we've all said that. Because right. it was the Milan game. Are we where still I on par with that? Yeah. But, but the, the Milan game, we lost. And I said every team is going to drop points from one to four, right? We won those three games after the Milan game. Now we dropped the points. And we drop the points, and everybody's losing their minds. Oh, we don't have the mentality. Oh, we don't have the this. Oh, be, oh, it's because of the home. It's because of the home record, though, because this this Roma game coming up is at home as well, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's just we're we're already doing a big if if we all come out on the same next game, and then after that, but we could very well lose the next game at home, and then you know. But we I'm could. Just, yeah, we I'm could. Not, I'm but... being up. Like I'm. I'm just saying. The thing is, is Inter also have the head-to-head versus us. Forget about Milan. I agree no, with you're you. Right. To me, they're going right. to drop off. They already are dropping off, and they have a tough schedule. So forget about Milan. Just as a thought experiment, forget about Milan. But Inter, they have the, the head-to-head with us and an extra game. And just, you know, so it's like we have to win. We have to count on them to mess up. And then, and then also we have to be more points than them because if we finish the same – then they win as well. But follow the trend. Follow the trend since I think it was January 9th, they said, on, on CBS. These three teams haven't won in the same weekend since January 9th. Right. So if you're following the trends. Sure. And Inter's got a con- – it's all condensed. You know what I mean? It's condensed those four games, the Coppa right. Italia and the three Serie A games. It's, it's within two weeks. They're deep, though. They're, They're bound to drop somewhere. Bound they, to. They are. I don't. I, I don't I, see us being. And, 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 I don't see us being perfect either, though. In the last. No, six. I don't. I don't yeah. either. But listen. But listen. We said it. We said a lot of us said it. A loss and a draw we could afford, right? Oof, so I didn't we say lost. That, but well, yeah. a, a lot of us said it. Sure. A loss we could we could afford a loss and a draw. We got our loss. We could get our draw somewhere. It's not gonna. It, it the fact that everybody else is dropping points. We can't rely on. Yes, we can't rely on them for their performances, but we also have to understand that they're dropping points too. You know, sure, they're not going to be perfect from here on out. It's not happening. It's more that you know? extra game and the fact that you know um, they won last year. Uh, they have a Piazza who's used to winning. Players who have won, you know, like Vidal, okay. who's won everywhere yeah. he's won. We don't have one player. I got you. We don't have one player who's won a league before uh, in any in any league on our team. They have a t- their entire team won last year. The only thing giving me hope is that I do think that uh, Inzaghi is not a great coach. And, and you know, I think that Dzeko and Lautaro are not firing on all cylinders. So mm-hmm. I do think, look, I, I, I think we're there. I think it's, in my opinion, it's like, you know, Inter are the favorites. 
us second favorites, Milan distant third favorites, and then the rest are out of the race. That's that's how I feel. But being second favorites doesn't mean we're we're out. It just means I give a slight edge to Inter based on the extra game and and the fact that it's easier to win in Milan than it is to win in Napoli, historically speaking. But Fran says Inter need to slip up twice while we have to be perfect. I disagree, Fran. Inter slip up once and we got them. Once. It only takes one. Well, one, but they still have then they would just have just as many games left as us. But 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 they need to slip up once. You know what I mean? They need to if lose they... one in order to just even be where we are now. Same numbers of games played. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Right. What so if they slip up on the game in hand, we we got them, you know? It's it, potentially it, even, So even if they win out with us and then play that game in hand and slip up. That's all they need is one slip up. If they lose, if they lose and we win, right? Oh, okay, because they have the they have the tie. The head to head. That's the problem. Okay. Yes, that's the problem. The yes. Whereas with Milan, even we have the head to head with them. We we would win the head to head versus Milan. We do. We so do. that's also why another reason. Tie, yeah, three way ties Milan as well. Right. Just so you know. Right. Yeah. So. Guys, we're getting to that mark. I got to cut out. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up here. Um, next game is Monday, April 18th. Uh, Easter, Monday. Ro- Easter Monday. Easter yeah. Monday, 1 p.m. Yeah. game. Well, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard one, Time. 1 30 Eastern. Yeah. Is it 1 30? Okay. Well, either way, about one ish. Uh, <laughs> a nice, a nice, a nice brunch. A nice yeah, a nice brunch, Napoli and <laughs> brunch. Yeah, because we might need some uh, bottomless mimosas, depending on what happens. <laughs> I guess good or bad, good or bad, why mimosas, not? right? After, but uh, right, you know, one o'clock. I'm sorry, one o'clock, one o'clock. Everybody. Uh, one o'clock sorry. Uh, after Easter, you know, happy okay. Easter for those uh, who who do yeah, celebrate. Bon uh, to all. Yes, one to, all, uh, to everybody who yeah. celebrates. I uh, won't be with you, Ralph. Uh, I will be yes. with the familia. So we yes. have a, some sort of a guest coming in. Right. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna work that out this week, and then we'll send a notification. It's been a wild weekend for me. We I wasn't able to catch up on some stuff this week, but all good. Uh, shout out to the chat. Thanks for sticking with us, coming out, and uh, definitely giving up all your good um, uh, all your good takes out there, man. Always always a pleasure to have you, Vin. Pleasure again. Thank you always. both. It's an honor always to be here. With yeah, you yeah. If, if you want to put in your plug where people can find Vincenzo, uh, maybe the for now. Nah, fuck that, right? Ben you know, you know on Twitter. You know me. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come <laughs> at me anytime. Bonapasqua, Angelo24. A little bunnies here. Hey, uh, wait, are we are we dropping a Pasqua kit or what? Yo, like, that's like, I was hoping for one. or a, egg, a little eggs or a little You know, you know, we're not wearing our home kit against Roma. It's gonna be a new Pasqua kit or something. Roma's gonna, be, gonna wear white and we're gonna wear the reds. Yeah. <laughs> they even have a blue, a navy, don't they? Imagine they're blue and we're red. That would just be gross, uh, but you wouldn't ooh. be shocked. <laughs> Light blue and pink, maybe. I don't know, something like that, right? That little, would be. I mean, yeah. Bunny nice, ears. A little eggshell. Yeah, a little eggshell. I think we need to make the same amount of noise. We need to make the same amount of noise as we did when we played Milan at, at Maradona. And we were like, guys, Milan are red and black. We got to wear red. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of noise, though, that's what we really need at the Roma game. Every yeah. Roma touch, noise. Yes. whistle. I want to hear, you know, even if we're down and there's five minutes left in the game, I want to hear everyone cheering on our players. Any, If our players make a mistake, like a Lozano-esque mistake, I want to hear everyone still clapping our players that we ha- that they have their back right now because 
we we need that atmosphere in our in our home stadium in order to really make this push. You know what I mean? The legendary Napoli Scudetto wins. We, our crowd was going nuts. I even want I want personally I'd like to see Spalletti gesture to the crowd the way we've seen Conte do it, Simeone does it. Um, um, Marine Peak Mourinho used to do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Get the crowd fired up. Even come out and say something. You know, I love our fans, but you know, I want to hear. I, you know, we're about to win this. We could win the Scudetto if the fans really right. are are the extra man for us. Fire yeah, them up, really. You know? And at the very least, let them know, like, even if we don't win the Scudetto, we're here to stay, and we're going to yeah. be annoying you from here on out. And let's uh, make this we're, we're, the stadium. Scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fans have done their yeah. job in in buying the tickets and and selling the 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 games out, but we need that extra ump from them. And I do want to shout out the 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 traveling fans. They've been great. You know what I mean? They have. They've been representing us awesome the last few games as well. But you're right, man. Credit you're right. We need, we need. We, yeah, it's a yeah. Credit to Dan Bowen, sure. And the the, the far from Vesuvius podcast with. Uh, with uh, Henry. Oh, that's and, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. With, with, with Under Henry the shadow of Vesuvius. Yeah. yeah. In, in the shadow. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good way to get what's going on in Naples, the feel, because Mikhail is there. So, right. you know, and Dan's been traveling to all these games. So, so it's a great way to get there. But yeah, man, it's, you've got a little bit more, right? I like your take, Vin. A little bit more from the crowd when, yeah, the, when the oppose, opponents have the ball and, and we can win this thing. Awesome. All right, fellas and bellas, thank you again so much. Thank, thank you. you again to Vin. Thank you again to the chat. Fortunopoly, great show as always, uh, Rafa. Uh, until next hey, time. Likewise. Ciao. Fortunopoly, guys. Ciao, ciao. Fortunopoly. Ciao, ciao.